It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Let's go. I don't know where we're going. Where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I'm trying to share your enthusiasm. <laughs> the last thing I saw week. before I went to La La Land yeah. was the 49ers dismantling the Cowboys. Hey, you know what, Jay? I'm it's, scared to death. The Browns have nothing to lose. <laughs> Except the Except game. Except the game. We all ex- and perhaps healthy players. We're all expecting them to lose, so... Oh. Let's go. The Browns got to play a great game. Obviously, the Niners are really. Whoo. What's amazing is they won by 32. It could have been. And they McCaffrey had his worst game. Like that, he wasn't that bad. But right. he, he was. He didn't play a big factor in the game. You're right. They're deep. They've <laughs> yeah. got five superstars on offense. The thing that scares me most is they were up 32 early in the fourth quarter yeah. when they just said, "Okay, That's it. we're good." Yeah. It could have been 50 if they wanted. Oh yeah. This team is Loaded. dynamic. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about the Niners we, coming. We, By the way, later, we have none of those plays. Yeah. Later, I heard Joe <laughs> Thomas today in an interview say something fascinating we'll about Kyle both. Shanahan. Hold it for our Niners I'm gonna, conversation because yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't hear it, yeah. but I, now I'm fascinated really interesting. by your tease yeah. on what he had to say. Uh, 49ers, roster rumors. We're careful about this sort of thing because... With with if you have a Twitter account, you can suddenly be an NFL reporter. Um, but there there has been a little bit of scuttlebutt about the Browns being interested in making a move for an offensive lineman. I want your take in particular. You're t- you talk to these guys. I'm wondering if you've heard any of that. It wouldn't surprise me. In fact, it would disappoint me if they weren't. But we'll talk about that. Baker made some interesting comments on Friday on the Pat McAfee show about how his time in Cleveland ended. We'll play those. We'll talk about whether Cleveland, as a whole, is rooting for him to succeed or to fail. And like everything else, it's probably a 50-50 split. Lomas Brown joins us. Uh, Mikey had asked me end of last week, we need a guest for Monday. Uh, see what you can do. So before I sent out feelers, I really started thinking, what's our, what's our biggest issue? And I think, mm-hmm. maybe correct me if I'm wrong, I think our biggest issue is the offensive line. No doubt. I mean... I think it's the quarterback play. <laughs> well, I think the quarterback play is tied to the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, it, is. it um, is. And guess what? There is no fixing that. Right. He's your man. Right. For better or worse. Yeah. So I, I said, who do who can I reach out to that can help with the offensive line? Lomas uh, is a longtime friend. Uh, I first met him when he came to the Buccaneers right before they won the Super Bowl. Oddly enough, he was an interesting pickup in the offseason. Because Tony Dungy had just been fired. And when they brought Lomas Brown in, I thought, what is this? Like, Lomas isn't going to start. They had just drafted Kenyatta Walker. I didn't think that he had any chance of starting. And it was a stroke of genius. Because what he did was he stabilized the locker room, gave them a veteran presence, and he also helped all the offensive linemen get better. They knew he was at the tail end of a Hall of Fame career. So I'm going to ask Lomas, what can we do? 
What what can this team do? Mid-season. You know, five weeks yeah. into the season because we had Chris Rose on last week and he, he was chiding us saying, guys, there's no left tackle store. Yeah, there is. Well, that doesn't mean you throw your hands <laughs> up in the air and say, okay, we give, we stick yeah. to that position, and it is what it is. So Lomas will tell us if something could be done. Can this guy be salvaged? You know, and also he's obviously his Buccaneers beat Callahan's Raiders in the Super Bowl. He knows Bill Callahan, and we'll talk about that. Also, Johnny Stanton, the former Browns player, is going to join us with what he's up to. He's got an interesting new venture that he's working on. But first, let's say our first hello of the day. Hope you had a great weekend, Mikey McNuggets. Good to I see did. you. I did. I actually got a real quick story to tell you guys. So mm. I went to a wedding with Miss Nuggets down in Pennsylvania, and it is in... A trashy wedding. Wow. It was definitely a little so different. Judgmental. A little different. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, trash, Mike and I were talking on the phone as we oh, were so you already know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was it was definitely. Different. You seemed offended by that, Mike, but you and I were laughing about it on the phone. Uh oh, you're rolling on Mike. I Again, hope you're, I hope your friends that got married. That, is, that well, is. Let me just say this. You, this is an epidemic. Bull yeah. has been dry snitching for about what? three to four weeks at the yeah. highest rate. About what? He's like, guys, guys, guys. So, are you on your phones? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Why snitching? Because you and Mikey had an off-channel conversation that's, that's about all. a wedding, which now you say, but wait well, Mikey characterized this as a trashy wedding. Wait a second. It's not his friend. It's his, it's his girlfriend's, like, cousin. It's okay. Well, that's so even worse. You already started one fight. With that, that, girlfriend. You already started <laughs> one fight between Mrs. the two McNuggets, of them. Mrs. McNuggets, we apologize. It's Miss McNuggets. We oh, apologize. Well, here, well, here's the issue. Yeah. I got recognized at the wedding bowl, so somebody's going to be watching. Oh. You just did me dirty. All right, let me again. clarify to save again. Mike. Let me clarify to save Mike. <laughs> Wait, we need a shovel. A backhoe, actually. <laughs> this is what Mike told me before the wedding. Oh, so Mike got a nice wedding. No, this is down. This, listen, listen. And Mike this, didn't say not, trashy. I said trashy. He's too, okay. okay. He he's, did not say trashy. Because I don't think Mike would do that. Mike it was not, different. It wasn't trashy. Mike did not different. say trashy, but... He told me he didn't have to wear a suit for a wedding. I mean, when Bull cleans up, he brings a match and gas. That's how he cleans up. You're not even listening. That is nothing wrong was said. Nothing wrong was said. Was there was there anybody wearing a sports jersey at this wedding? Yes, there was. Okay, so it's a trashy wedding. What do you want from me? Mike didn't say it. I'm saying it. I, it was just because these guys hey, got no balls to any say. Any other it, skeletons I'll say you'd like to pull out of your closet, real quick? No, it was it was actually real a really fun. good time. It was unlike any wedding I've been to, Oof. and every wedding is unique and special in its own right. Yes. Uh, this dress code was very casual, and that's fine. There that's their choice. Steelers jerseys, yeah, there some sweatshirts. Hey. Uh, there was taxidermy all over the walls of the reception. Classy. That's classy. Hey man. You could. Some people like well, it. Some Pennsylvania, people don't. bro. It's up to you. That's yeah. what they do, man. Com- com- but comfortable. Uh, they all know started, the first day of deer hunting season. This started though. Was I'm at the wedding. Yeah. And someone goes. You're Mikey McNuggets. That's fantastic. And I was like, I am. But I didn't charge my appearance fee, so you guys are welcome. <laughs> that was my wedding gift. I didn't charge the appearance fee. Right. Went, I'm here. I'm doing you guys a favor. No, I don't really have an appearance fee. Don't look at me like I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool. I Wait, did, now, uh, so who was this? It must have been someone was, that was from Ohio, I'm guessing. The, no, the uh, who recognized me? Yeah, they... Miss Nuggets' family is all spread out from like Western Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Ohio. Yeah. Okay, the and they state, probably so. all know that you're Mikey McNuggets of UCSF. Yeah. I, I knew very few people there, like that. You I knew nobody, knew, right? So they went to Cedar Point for their honeymoon. By the way, wow. is that a fact? No. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pile on if that was true. 
Wait, he said, I can't tell you where they did go. <laughs> now we've got to know. No. At least in our ears. I'll tell you in your ears. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no, stop. It's not. Bull, you're you, awful. You are. Bull, you're gonna, I'm, I'm going to get wait, so much trouble. I need that on the quote board. I, we need to tweet that out. When Bull cleans up, he brings gasoline matches. Completely untrue. This is all on me. Mike didn't say anything bad about the wedding. He was just telling me about it, so I said it was a trashy so wedding. So you judged it as I trashy. said, I've been to trashy weddings when I was living in upstate New York. And I you know a trashy wedding. It doesn't mean they're one. not fun or great sure. or yeah. awesome. Right. But it's a little trashy. Okay. Oh my God. It was a fun one. At the end of the day, I had a, good had a blast. Time. That's Shout all that matters. Shane and Becky. Hey, and Mike, let me ask you a question. How Send many the counseling bills to Bull for uh, I don't your care. relationship. How many, uh, how many drinks did you have at this wedding, Mike? I brought a flask or mm. two. You brought? Wait, it was BYOB? Listen, this is not a okay. marriage recap. I'm, I'm, I just dry side with again, Bull. This is, the more this dry... story goes on, the more I'm side with hey, Bull. Hey, guys, the Browns have a massive game. <laughs> Bring a six-pack to, the, to we the get, Listen, no, what's up? What's up, Earl? You guys are, I'm Did Bull. anyone walk in with a six-pack of PBR? Wait, hold on, Bull. It's yeah. okay, man, not to say nothing. Just ask for a lawyer. Just ask for a lawyer. <laughs> you don't have to say nothing. Let, let you don't know you. nothing. You ain't seen nothing. Earl, you ain't Earl white nothing. people can't shut up, man. Let, me ask, talking. Let, me ask, let me ask you a question. Have we been laughing for the last five minutes? No, listen, it was great content. So who cares? That you're absolutely right. I if think if Mike someone's cares. feelings got Mike trampled in the care. process, Mike, be damned. Mike hey. loves entertainment. Hey. His girlfriend's not going to care. If you're part of my more. life, you are part of the content. Now, I do have to remind people, though, and maybe I need this now. That if you need life-saving antibiotics at the drop of a hat, Jace Medical is where you have to go I'm to get your right life-saving antibiotics. If you use promo code Locked On at checkout at JaceMedical.com, that is J-A-S-E Medical.com, you get up to $20 off. Make sure you check them out at JaceMedical.com. Hello, Jace. What Do you have start. anything for a fractured boyfriend-girlfriend relationship <laughs> in the antibiotics aisle? Because I think we're going to need it. I mean, oh, they've got you covered. Needing, They're sending it over. Hey, needing emergency antibiotics can really fracture a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? Why you ordering that? Why, why you got that penicillin? <laughs> Bull, thank you. I, I, with, with all of my heart, thank yeah. you. Because none of this happens if you don't do that. Yeah, well, because I'm the only. I keep it real. That's how it works. Everybody else is a freaking phony. <laughs> well, no, it's not that anybody's Everybody's a phony. Everybody's phony. Not everything Most is on air fodder. Are phonies. Not everything is on air fodder. That was on air fodder. Mike, tell me the truth. Are you bothered by anything I said? Hundred, be honest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Me, myself, not at all. Yeah, exactly. What, what will Miss Nuggets? Why, what would she be insulted about? You just killed her family. I didn't kill her family. <laughs> That's her cousin. Let me I, ask you this. Her last name is neither Hatfield nor McCoy, is Let it? me tell you something. It is not. Okay. No. She Good. is related to somebody who's in the entertainment business, okay? If she can't take it, that's on her. Find the next one. 
Hey man, just so you guys know, when people walk Mikey's into, a man in demand. He well, can have any woman in town. Well, 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 I just would like to hop in here. Can you please tell uh, stop telling Mike and I to break up with our girlfriend? I'm Thank not you. telling you to break up with your girlfriend. Well, it just keeps happening. You know what? Bull is the friend that doesn't want any hey. of his friends to be hooked up with hey, anybody. Hey, listen. That's You're not cutting true. in on my personal time. That's not true. First of all, I never really oh. said to break up with your girlfriend. I was joking with Anthony that it, that he should break up because he has to schlep to, to Columbus all the time. Any Anything you want to pull out of the air on Anthony and no. get him in trouble with? No. By the way, when people, right. when people ask me questions about you, I don't know none of y'all. McNuggets <laughs> literally just whispered in my ear, no, no Jay, you. whatever you do, please get us into the show. All right, get it. Let's keep now. it moving. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to cause that. I, I don't need any antibiotics. Let her be mad at me. Antibiotics. <laughs> that could be real bad. All right. Uh, what did we learn yesterday from the AFC North? Obviously, we learned nothing about the Browns. The Bengals, I, we all thought they should, but they, they returned closer to the Bengals than mm-hmm. they were last year in handling Arizona pretty easily. Pittsburgh, though, I think is the team that's got an arrow going up next to their name right now. What do do we make of this muddled AFC North? Although the Ravens are still the favorites in Vegas to win the North. Browns are second choice. Bengals and Steelers tied for third. Wow. Because the Steelers are... How the Steelers are three and two, I have no idea. They got stuff out, Bull. They did it yesterday. They the got- Ravens handed the game to the Steelers just like the Browns handed they the game did. to the Steelers. They did. You're right. But handed they, it to them. But to, in their defense, they beat them the same way they beat the Browns. Same play. Highsmith got free. There was T.J. Watt. The guy was born under the right star. <laughs> no question about that. But they make splash plays at impactful times in the game. And they, I, I agree with you, Bull. They, they're not dripping with talent. They're off but they just. They, here's what they do. They got out wins yeah. when they should be lost. Now, the, the difference between the two was this one happened. The Steelers were already winning the game at this point. Yes. In, the, in this they game. They iced it. They point. iced it with right. that run, as opposed to in the Browns game where it gave them the win. Also, right. I don't think it's coincidence that these are divisional games where this stuff's happening, where you play sure. these guys all the time, you know them so well, and weird things happen. We saw right. what the 49ers did to the Steelers. They pulled their arms and legs off and beat them with them. And hopefully that doesn't happen the again Texans this Texans beat the Steelers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I put zero stock in the Steelers. None. Zero. I, oh. I, I would never do make a bet ever in my life. But if I did, I would pick the Bengals to win the division. Like, I uh, think they're putting it together and hey, they're putting yeah, the wheels I back on too. the card. I mean, That's for, the team to me. Forget yeah. that, man. Listen, the Steelers, you say what you want to about them. They beat the Browns. Yep. They find a way to beat the Ravens. And once again, you look at the roster, you think they don't got nobody. And all of a sudden... They're right there looking at you. We like, tried telling you that. You and I kept saying all that. Barrett's a They still haven't won a playoff game since Anthony's been able to drink. Well, I'm not worried about the playoffs. I'm worried about getting us in. getting to the playoffs, yeah. and they're clearly a roadblock. Bo- sure, road of course. Yeah. Listen, none of, here's the thing with the AFC North right now. Things change as the years, year goes. Sure. We have different opinions at different times. Right now, all four of these teams are mediocre. All four are mediocre. I, I would agree with that, Bull, but here's where I would take it moving forward. There's one team that has the ability to be elite amongst those four, and it's the one in last place. In my view, the, we have not seen the full-on Cincinnati Bengals yet. We're starting to see glimpses of them, but they have the pedigree. They, they're the ones going to Super Bowls and AFC Championship games. And they're young, and that core is still together, and yeah. they are going to figure this out. And I'm surprised. In, if I'm in Vegas, I've got Cincinnati as the top pick, the Ravens as the second pick. As much as I hate to say this, 
The Steelers is the third pick and the Browns is the fourth pick. Now, I don't think there's a huge difference between two and four. I think those teams are very, very close. But I think the Bengals are still the, the, let me, the, the crown is on their head. Did, did, did any of you guys watch much of the Bengals Cardinals game yesterday? On and yes. off. Yes. Bits and pieces. Okay. No, I was at baseball camp. I, I watched pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> sure, as I would expect. Now, they play, obviously, they played a lot better. Yeah. And Burrow, for the first four weeks, Burrow looked like 50% Joe Burrow. Right. Yesterday, he looked like 90%. He still wasn't perfect. You mean health-wise with yeah. the leg? He still wasn't perfect. He still missed on a couple of throws. Did he run much? He had a, cu- a couple of runs and just a couple of times where he moved out of the pocket, not even to run, right. just to give a little more time. Slide in the pocket. Where I was like, okay, you can tell he's healthier now. Okay. Now, he's still not 100%, but he was, he was close enough that the offense could perform, <laughs> and obviously Chase just caught everything and, and went off. Uh, but... They are still – the Bengals still have problems. Let me tell you. They're not – they're a what, float what team. Is the, what would you say? First of all, their offensive line yeah. is still a problem. They spent a ton of money on Orlando Brown Jr. He's been lousy so yeah. far this year. I don't – I you know, I thought – I mean, he's better than what they had at left tackle, Jonah Williams, sure. who's now playing right tackle. But he's not playing particularly well. Again, better than Jed Wills, but he's not really playing well. And defensively, you look at the final score and you see 20 and you'd be like, well, well, that's a pretty good job. Well, first of all, it's the Cardinals. Right. Josh Dobbs is not a starting NFL quarterback. I, I know he's been okay. <laughs> he's not a starting NFL quarterback. Right. Number two, a big thing that happened in this game that unless you were watching, you wouldn't know. James Conner, the former Steeler running back. Um, is it James Conner, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yes. I don't know why it sounded wrong in my head. He got hurt at the end of the first, right at the end of the first half. Oh. He was killing the Bengals between the tackles. Hmm. Killing them. I think he had six carries for 40-something yards. Yeah. And when he got hurt, the Cardinals couldn't run between the tackles anymore. That was it. And, de- and then Dobbs became one-dimensional, and they can't win that way. Right. So they're up. But the Bengals' defense has problems. I don't know if it's the young guys that have taken over in the secondary from the veteran safeties. Uh, I don't know if it's maybe DJ Reader kind of slipping in the middle of that D line. Doesn't that sometimes, because there's so much communication involved, doesn't that sometimes, when it, you insert a new piece, take a couple of it weeks? It could, and and there's a lot of talent on that side of the ball, but they're not playing well. So while I would agree, the Bengals have the most upside or most proven upside of the four teams. Right. I'm not convinced the Bengals are right yet. Good. And, and I keep, hope you're right. And I'm and wrong. And keep in mind, listen to the Bengals' schedule. All right. The next four weeks. They got Seattle at home. That's a tough game. Sure. Then a bye. Wait, Seattle at Seattle or they're no, at Cincinnati? Home. In oh, Cincinnati. Okay. okay. Then a bye. Then back-to-back weeks. I can't remember which is the home, which is the road, but they're playing San Francisco and Buffalo back-to-back weeks. Then they play Houston, and then they play Baltimore. So they, they got a stretch of games that are tough. Now, I always say when you're a good team, you don't care who you're playing. Right. We'll find Doesn't out matter. what they but are we'll find that out. Yeah. I'm not convinced they're all the way back or that they're that much better, if better at all, than any of the other teams in the not North. Okay. The I think thing, they're close. The thing that alarms me with that is is the fact that the Bengals have not been playing good at all. And you look up and they got two wins. That's like, true. They're, they're right game, there. They're one game out of Despite first place. Playing yeah. like, so football. you think you're like, wow, we feel encouraged. But no, like they get the, the Seahawks at home. Theoretically, if they if they win that game, I think they'll be what three and three. Yep. You lose that game, guess what? Because guess what? We who we play. We got the 49ers this week. We lose that game. You now you're two and four. Now you're no, no, two, no, and three. Three, three. two and three. Two and three. Sorry. Yeah. So now you're two and three, and you're like, what just happened? We yeah. Have- if the Browns lose to the Niners and the Bengals beat the Seahawks, the Browns will be in last place at least 
through week six. That so to me, like I do, I said six games. Do I feel good about that? No, you were in last place after six games. You know, so your you've got six games to me was. Don't make me pull this car over. Uh, you know, now the saying is don't, you know, or F around and find out. Yeah, yeah. So when you said that, you've got six games. What would be your line of wanting action and what would you want that action to be? The line the line of action is... Was he, it two and four? The, no, the, the line of action was one. You can't be one in something. Like oh. you couldn't be, you can't be so one of four. Two and four is not DEFCON. Two and four is not DEFCON <laughs> like one. But the thing that makes you disappointed is you're two and four and you're in last place again. Right. You you was in, you ended last year in last place and you're just fighting for relevancy here. You just at, at some point you can't keep finding yourself. What even it doesn't it seems that it doesn't matter where the talent's coming from, how you stack the talent, who you brought in, whatever the case may be. You look up and it's a disappointment because if you lose this week, I look at the other rosters and I I say, well, look at the, the improbable wins the Steelers get, right? And and that's it. What I said, the Steelers gut out wins. Look at the difference in your schedule and how you feel about yourself. If you're two and three after the Niners game and in last place, or if you didn't allow the Steelers to gut one out against you, yep. and you did what you were supposed to do, you're three and two, and everything looks, feels, and tastes looks differently. Different. Looks different. Looks different, man. So I, I t- two and four for me is a sideways start. Well, two and it's four. It's hard to get the car back in the right direction. If you're two, two and four, four, disaster struck because you got Gardner Minshew. That's right. In week six, or I guess it would be week, week seven. Seven, but Indy. game six. So that you better win that one. So I don't think I don't think two and four. I could see three and three. I don't think we're looking staring down two and four. But the AFC, I, I mean, but didn't I'm, Minshew beat the Ravens? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But and I still, I still I mean, think I, so. I don't think anything's a given well, in the NFL. In the NFL, it's not. It's not. And th- for the AFC, I still put the Bills, the Chiefs, Bills, and the Dolphins to me are up here, and then it's everybody else. Right. So the Bulls point that it's a. Well, I agree with that. It, it's a mediocre division. Well, yeah, it's a mediocre conference outside of those top three. Right. Once you slot those top three in whatever order you want. And maybe some people want to take the Bills out. I, I don't. And I absolutely Well, the Bills house the Dolphins, yeah, so I don't did. think you should take them out. So I put those three in the top and then whatever, slot whoever else, however you want. And, right. and the entire division, AFC North, falls into that. I think it is mediocre. And I agree that, I, like I said, if I was making a bet, I'd put my money on the Bengals to win the division. Yeah. I just don't I, think that and, that's... And I'm with you on that. I think the more... We always talk about small sample size. The more pieces of the puzzle we get to see the easier it is to see what you're looking at. Sure. The picture starts to come into focus. And for me, there really have not been any major surprises in the AFC. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. They might they haven't been as dominant as I thought they would be. The Bills lost a couple of games that you're, were head scratchers, but they've also looked like the Bills. Yeah. And the Dolphins have more offensive yards than any team in the history of the NFL through the first five games I of the season. I think that's been the most... They're that better than right. I, 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 I thought, thought they'd be thought. good. But not, I mean, They've been all-time great. This Devin Achan is absurd. He's yeah. unbelievable. You know he's averaging over 12 yards a carry. I, I heard that yesterday. That's you ridiculous. give him the ball it's because he has the home run. He's got four or five home run balls this How year. How did that guy go 80-something in the draft? Well, so you watched him in college. And high school. And high school. Yeah. Here's my, what I think he was a victim of. Uh, here's another world-class track guy that wants to be a football player. I think that, that mentality has permeated... NFL GMs. Now, our guy took a shot on Anthony Schwartz, and where is he now? Right. 
probably training for the 2024. Yeah, and Olympics. it's only been a few games. Maybe he gets hurt. Maybe he's never the yeah, same. But, you don't but know. We, I've seen enough but of HN to know that that guy is better. Is legit. He's better than any offensive play. player Andrew Barry has drafted while he's been here. Yeah, close. Mikey wants to make a point about <laughs> yeah. So, real, so this kid's been underrated and overlooked his whole. He's a three-star recruit coming out of high school, despite scoring 171. Why was he small coming seasons. out of high school? Yeah, he's five nine, a buck eighty. Like he's not right. a huge guy, but he was always significantly faster, and he scored 170 touchdowns at a powerhouse program in Texas. 170 in four years. Yeah. Okay, shame on all the big-time recruiters. Restart there. now. His I don't his care if he was list. playing in Montana and it was seven-man football. That's 43 his touchdowns list, a year. That's yeah. four a game. Well, so his offer list for a three-star recruit was his final three was Bama, LSU, A and M. Went to A and M. Okay, so they caught on to him. So okay. he just was, but because the recruiting systems, they all—if you're not six-four and jacked and massive—did he go to A and M because he wanted to stay home? He's from Houston. Uh, it was best chance for him to get early playing time. He played behind Isaiah Spiller, who's now on the Chargers. Okay. They split time. He never got a ton of carries at A&M because I think the wear and tear factor, just they're a little hesitant to give him like the full RB yeah, workload. Yeah, he's not a workload back. But since he's – every time he's ever had a chance to touch the ball, he's been dynamic. And he makes, fast guys, he makes crazy. fast guys look slow. I yeah. took him in the last round of our fantasy draft. Not not ours. Not this one, yeah. yeah. Uh, my other f- fantasy league, and yeah. everybody was like, "Who? Who is this guy?" And the only reason I took him was because I'd read a couple articles yeah. that, like, if you're looking for a guy that could absolutely shock everybody, here he is. And I what's, thought, "What the heck?" It's the what's last funny in our league, I took him after the and then second you released week. Him. I released him. Fortunately, I had the top waiver pick to get him back. I never saw that you'd released him. Oh or my I was god! I never saw it. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it's just a, it's you know that just. It's a philosophy in what you do. Like, yeah. they're going to draft fast players. They already had fast players. They trade for fast players. Now, my problem is, look, hey, we go and get David Bells, 4-7 guys. <laughs> and you're like, I wonder why David Bell isn't breaking. Oh, he's- Something we got to talk about this week is why is Cedric Tillman not getting an opportunity? I wish I knew. Because uh, he needs I mean, to get – I mean, if he's not good enough to get on the field with this group of wide receivers – Yeah then he might be the most recent wide receiver draft That's bust. fair. But it, again, on, on the other hand, like I really believe the Browns can win this division. And when we talk about making a trade, I think the Browns need to remain aggressive because I think in the end, this division is very much up for grabs. If you look in Vegas, there's only two divisions where the favorite to win is not minus money. You know, minus money means you're a pretty big favorite, right? right? Yep. The only two divisions where there's not a team with minus money is this and the NFC South. That's it. Wow. Which means there's no clear favorite. Like, the difference between the Ravens that I saw this morning and the Steelers and Bengals, who are tied for third, is not much. Like, that could change week to week. Hell, I'll it's even a throw total the Browns toss-up. in there. I mean, we, we can't forget that the Browns have this elite defense. Or right. No, that's was. what I'm saying. The Browns so are the like, second even, choice. Even, like, I just think AFC North is a blender division. You could play it out ten times. You might get... You know, one team might only win at three. That's right. And so you got to. It's going to come down to, guys, <clears throat> what we've said all year long. If Deshaun Watson plays like we saw him against Tennessee, Browns have a very reasonable chance to win this division. Agreed. If he plays like the guy we've seen all the other games leading up to that, they're not going to win the division. You're it's right. It's that simple. It's absolutely You know, the defense right. could play great, and they'll have, the defense <laughs> is going to play well enough that the Browns will win their fair share of games. But whether or not they win the division is coming down to how good Deshaun Watson plays. I, I, think, I think it's time that you start saying it comes down to what this coach is going to do, too. 
there's too many times where we look at it on the other side of the other field and we're just taking him out of the equation. Like Kevin is not going against Shanahan. Like Kevin does not have to pull his part of it too. If the Browns continue to run this vanilla playbook, they will not beat nobody close to the 49ers. But, but here's the bottom line, G. None of the coaches in this division, in terms of offense, I know that the Steelers and Ravens have great head coaches. But in terms of offense, there's no genius in this division. Well, the Bengals do scare me offensively. But, but just because they have the most talent, not because Zach Taylor's that great yeah, offensive player. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to put him in the genius category, but when you have a Joe Burrow and you have the core of receivers that they have, yes. and a Mixon, who is a very serviceable, better than serviceable Man. running back, you've got the component. Right, they've got more so talent. So that's why it's they scare du- me more than anybody, because yes. Baltimore's offense looks pedestrian at times. They get the ball the first drive yesterday. They march it down the Steelers right. like they're going to win 42-10. to 10. Right. And then they just took a dirt But back. even the second drive, they marched down again, got stopped then, in the red zone field goal, and then they couldn't move the ball. That was it. That was they, it. They, they, I think they're throwing the ball too much. They are clearly a running team in there. But the, anyway. The danger of looking at what they do against other teams is they play different against you. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter what they do. Again. Like, when they come play us, they just find ways to win. Well, those are like to Jason's point. It's a divisional game. We know one another. Yes. And, you know, there's just that feeling that with Baltimore, their coach is going to get them over the top. And with Pittsburgh, their heart, desire, and guts are going to get them over the top. Where the hell is our advantage with coaches or with guts or, or with pride have, and heart? Well, I think you have an advantage with your defensive coordinator. I, I, yeah, I, do, I, mean, I, I would agree with that. I don't think Kevin Stefanski's an advantage. I think Kevin Stefanski's a mid-tier coach. Lamar Jackson's throw yeah. in the red zone. It, it was inside, Horrible. It, on third and goal, you took three points off the board. What was he thinking with that throw? His man wasn't open. It was he awful. threw it directly to the defender. Sometimes I'm watching Lamar Jackson, and I'm wondering if already there are some fans that don't have buyer's remorse on his big contract because he is not the Lamar Jackson that we saw three years ago. Now, this idea of turning him into a more of a passing guy is a mistake, I think. Mike's got a news update. Yeah, question real quick. Before I read you guys a tweet, and maybe this is nothing, maybe it's something, I'm not sure. Was Deshaun Watson expected to practice today? Uh-oh. It was never really discussed. Well, Jake Trotter just tweeted he is not on the oh, field boy. for practice today on the sideline with parentheses shoulder. So yeah, that's not great. That's not good. Well, that also tells now, me it's that, only Monday. But it, it, well, it also tells me that if this were not a bye week, he would not have been on the field yesterday. Uh, so I do feel better about probably, the bye being yeah, week five probably, now. Yeah. yeah, Zach tweeted Njoku – Posick and Betonio also were out. Miles Garrett did practice. So it's it's only Monday. Yeah, of course you'd rather him be out there than not be out there. I just there. got a little sick feeling in my stomach. But just because – I was just asking, and, and no. I, I don't know what to read into that. I know it's early, but – It's not like – if he were healthy, I think he would be practicing today, mm-hmm. don't you? Sure, he needs it. He hasn't yeah. practiced since – Yeah. Really, I, before I, the loss to uh, – I think right. – uh, Like, I, Betonio's getting a veteran's extra day. Right. Or whatever. I, I think Wednesday – I think they're off tomorrow. They're back on the practice yeah. field Wednesday. If he's not practicing Wednesday – Wednesday will be the telltale yeah. day. Wednesday will be the So you're not – really concerned about this. I, I'm a little. I, mean, I am. I'm, Jason seems to calm my nerves, Jay. Well, I I think Wednesday Wednesday is more telling to me than today. Let's wait and see what happens. I agree. I'm in, but I'm in wait and see mode. Yeah. The reason I'm a little concerned is because Miles um, Garrett got hurt in that game and he's practicing today. Yes. Yeah. 
And his injury at the time, I was had me terrified. Right, and it's I a thought, more oh, recent injury because like he got hurt in that game. Yeah, as opposed to Watson. Well, so I'm glad before. to see that Garrett is on the field. Yeah, but I'm certainly concerned about the fact that Watson is not. Yeah, not good. It's not good, fellas. I think to not. me, it's a small concern it's, if he doesn't practice bro. Wednesday. I think if he doesn't big. practice Wednesday, it becomes a much bigger deal. Yes, yes. No much doubt. bigger deal. Yes. Yes. About to, yes. Well, we'll definitely monitor that and continue to give maybe, you guys you know, updates. Th- there is no. partly maybe you're thinking this. You know what? Could he practice? Yes. But if he doesn't today, we give him another 48 hours to right, heal. Right, right. They could so be thinking that. maybe he's perfectly fine, they, and this is all cautionary. Let me, right. Let me just keep it real with y'all, man. I just saw what I saw again with the 49ers. <laughs> you be your quarterback. Our passing game is not in a place where we can take two weeks off. And we're not throwing to nobody. We put any game plan in. You're supposed to be up with the 49ers. They had to play, right? You're supposed to be up. Like, okay, let's go. Let's get these mental reps. I, you not play. You not practices on, on Monday. So now that's that's not. Yeah. You, we lost a day right there. So you're there. saying if you were the coach, even if he was perfectly fine, you would not hold him out to Wednesday. Heck, heck you no. Have no, he, I, I think he's if he was perfectly he fine, was fine, he'd be on the no, field. No, he's not fine. Yeah. He, but but that's my thing. I I just said to me. I, I, we, 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 we must have put this in the back of our head when, when Baker was throwing his football and it was his opposite shoulder. It wasn't even his throwing arm. Right. This is throwing arm. So, like, you know, I, I just don't see it. I, I mean, I'm he, a little concerned, bro. It, I, think, I think you all got to be concerned to a, to a degree. If he practices Wednesday as a normal practice, then the, the concern, I think, goes away. But Yeah. I, well, yeah. If he practices Wednesday, all yeah. bets are off. But if he doesn't, the Browns. Yikes. The Browns have no shot to win this game without Watson. Obviously, it's, it's a, I mean, it's it's a, the Browns are going to be a, the spread right now is four and a half Niners. That is if Watson doesn't feeling. play, it's going to be double digits. You're probably right. I mean, it's good. There's no shot they can. And win I'm this game and I'm it. the Kool Aid drinker, <laughs> and I ain't picked up a cup in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> because right, they're gonna the Browns are gonna have to to beat the Niners. They're going to have to play a flawless game. It will have to be their best game of the yes. year. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And we'll dig, dig deep into that as the week progresses uh-huh. here. It is only Monday. And on Fridays, guys, the first 90 minutes of the show is right here on YouTube. The last 30 minutes is on WKYC Channel 3. Make sure you guys tune in. It's 30 minutes of brand new, never-before-seen content related to the upcoming Browns game. We did a little different stuff this week on the bye. We are back to our regularly scheduled Browns 49ers preview this Friday on WKYC. Make sure you guys tune in and check it out. We have had many discussions over the course of this season about the Browns offensive line woes, especially the left side of the offensive line. And over the weekend, there were reports out there that started from Ian Rappaport, then Diana Rossini chimed in, and then Scotty Gange of our sister station in Denver mentioned the fact that the Browns at least made a phone call to Denver about their left tackle Garrett Bowles. If you guys don't know, Bowles has been with the team for seven years. He was a second-team All-Pro in 2020. He's not been playing to that level thus far this season, but uh, is certainly a guy who is experienced at the position on the left side of the line. Let's start with Bowles, and then we'll look big picture here. But is Garrett Bowles a guy you guys would be willing to throw some serious assets to Denver if need be? What do you mean by serious assets? A third-round pick? That, well, I considering mean, what we've gotten out of our no third brainer. round picks, if we could get Garrett Bowles for a third round pick, I couldn't make that call fast enough. Yeah, a I, second. But I don't know that a third. 
I don't know about a second. That's I'd give a up a second. To, to solve the left well, tackle problem? But, now do, but here's the problem. Yeah. If you do that, you don't pick until the hundreds. Because we don't have a first-round pick I, either. I have to get a left tackle. I know, but, man, we've mortgaged the farm already. I know, but. So, if now, here's I, my I'm question. all in. I'm all in is on this Is this year. position, is this trade going to change the Browns' lives? I think it could. I think it could. I think it's the most impactful move they can make. Jay? I would trade. Would a you be willing to not pick until the hundreds or the nineties at least? I think you need to wait another couple of weeks and see how the rest of the market develops. See how the rest of the trade market develops. I don't know that he's the best that's out there. Yeah, it's early. Well, okay. Trent Brown, I think, is the best that's out there. So I think I just I think you need at this. Like I, I said, you had till the bye week to fix the running back thing because of what was out there. Well, that's right. not out there anymore. So that that changes that conversation entirely. I I think. I think it's a little bit premature to have the trade discussion. And I think you got to wait a little bit longer and see what teams decide. You would hate to make, I mean, Gary Bowles is okay, but you would, I, I would hate to make a move for someone like that now and have someone better emerge three weeks from now. And I understand you could lose the entire season the next three weeks, Yeah, right. but I still, I it's think it's a little bit, but there's not many guys yeah. that are better, Jason. I mean, uh, Trent Brown was the guy. See, I would be targeting Trent Brown of the Patriots. It looks like the Patriots are they in the finished. Caleb Williams sweeps. They're finished, and he's a free agent at the end of the year. So I said a second round pick last week. Chris Rose thought it was insane. I, I but whatever. Then you give up a third round pick for him. They might be looking to just get rid of him because they're they're terrible. And he, but he's a great player. I think he's I think he's top five in PFF. He's been a great player. He's right now through five weeks. He's a second ranked tackle. On Pro Football Focus, Garoppolo's is, is uh, tied for 16th. Could so you're basically renting him for 13 games, right? Um, a second seems high because if you hit on a second round pick, that's a guy you could have for 12 years. If they not don't 12 make games, if they don't make how many play? second round picks have the Browns had for 12 years? If they well, don't, listen, that's that's a bigger yeah. that's a bigger discussion. Yes. If they don't make the playoffs, they won't be here to pick any people. That's right. So. <laughs> You're I, all in. I, so I've been. What you mean? Yeah, you're they, all in. They're not gonna sniff them picks if they. That's delusional thoughts. You, if they want to save them for the next regime to come on here, I'm just telling you. I went back, and I, my father was here. You know, after we got back, we went to Canada and hung out, and we came back, and we was watching the game. And, and um, after we got done watching, I said, "Let me show you something." So I went over and got some cutups out, uh, all, all, all twenty-two, because my dad, he, he like, man, you know. We're going to make a deal. Maybe maybe we could just wait. So I said, no, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. Let me just put you the greatest hits on. So I put him the greatest Jed Wills <laughs> hits on. And by the end of it, he was visibly upset. It seemed like he didn't take his high blood pressure medication. He said, I didn't, I didn't know it was this bad. I didn't know. I said, oh, no. See, sometimes you got to really look at it and then digest it. He said, I don't know how they, they're even getting the football off or running the football. I said, well, look, it, it only gets worse from here. The book is out. The book is out on what you do good and what you don't do well. His confidence is at an all-time low right now. And now he gets Joey Bosa. And now you coming in with Bosa. And now it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So my process is I look at it and say, the Cleveland Browns, if they continue to trot the lineup Nick they have Bosa, sorry. out there, they won't make the playoffs, and it'll be easy because yeah. they can't. They can't throw the ball. They can't run the ball. I mean, he's getting beat on run plays. And they, they, uh, to me, again, uh, why would I wait? Like, I, I guess Bowles. This may be some guy, but I would go Trent Brown. There's nobody better. The guys that are better are all on good teams, so they're not yeah, getting but traded. The only problem with that bull yeah. is there's probably 20 other teams that are calling the Patriots with their offer, 
and those teams probably have But how many teams won. need a left tackle? I don't know if there's that many teams I, I, I don't know. Tackle. I don't know the number of that, but I do know this. Yeah. When you need a left tackle, you need a left tackle. It's like a flat tire. You can't just keep going. But the Browns are in that situation. Are they, they are. Jedrick- but I don't know how many other teams, to answer your question to mine, I don't know how many other teams need left tackle. Let's just say there's six in the market. The, the, the thinking is they're all going to have more assets than we do. And I know that we don't have a first, but because you have a second, that's your pick. Yeah, I hear you. I just think in the end, I, I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I have to get a left tackle. I yeah. think it's an emergency situation right now. Jedrick Wills is a disaster. And he is screwing up the entire offense. Uh, Troy Brown is fifth, is ranked fifth in the NFL PFF against the pass in the pass and fourth in the run. I mean, he's top five in both. And you Trent got- Brown. Trent Brown, sorry. And, and, Troy Brown. Troy, Troy yeah. played wide receiver yeah, defensive I'm a, back. I'm a, he's cold. Yeah. He, he puts the weight on. Hey, but- Reggie, real, 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 real quick. <laughs> Upside of also trading for Trent Brown, you would have the two biggest tackles in the NFL on the same line. That's Trent Brown's listed at 6'8", 370. Dewan Jones is 6'8", 375. I'm all for Jeez. it. Just talk about Gee, sorry to cut you off. I no, guarantee no, go you. Ahead. I guarantee you if Trent, like Joel Batonio for him is having a, a subpar year. I guarantee you if you got Trent Brown to play left tackle, Batonio's not, I would go right back to being as good as he was because he's no longer worried about the left tackle. And, 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 makes two positions better. And, right. No, and, I agree with really that. Really three because you're going to make the running backs and better. To, and to Bull's point, we just talked about Deshaun Watson ain't even practicing. You, you think he's not, he can't get re-injured? Well, here's the thing. To your point, to wait, if he's not practicing and he misses significant time, this, this is all a wasted conversation. Anyhow. Well, yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to give up a second-round draft pick, which is your first. You don't want to give up that pick if your quarterback's going to miss the next three or four games. That's true, but as G made the point, Andrew Berry's job is on the line. Oh, I think if everybody's the Browns, in a sling here. If the if the Browns finish under 500, everybody's gone. Well, Deservedly J-Dub. so. Except for J-Dub. Except oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the building. Yeah. He's in the building. He got he's, a he's, got those, he's got those wedding papers. He's yeah, not yeah, going yeah. anywhere. Not going nowhere. That, that's the, and my thing is, if you wait a week yeah. or two weeks, you could re you could risk re-injury. I mean, like these are old late these are watch out look out blocks. Hey, look over there. Oh But also the, the flip side of that though is it takes two and a lot of the teams with the assets want to wait. Well that may be so. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's just it's just a little bit There's no rush. It's just you don't a have little to do this early. trade tomorrow. It's a little bit early. But and the thing it's, is it's a, if Watson's injury lingers, there's your answer. You're not giving up a second. If you're two and five and yeah. Watson misses the next three. What, what's the point? Well, yeah, that is a different then story. Then you hold but, your second pick, but and you tank. Mike <laughs> said there was a reporter in Denver that set, was reporting that the Browns called the Broncos already. Right. So if that's true, now we don't know for sure that's true, but if it's true that the Browns called the Broncos, well, they're already getting aggressive. Well, Clearly. yeah, but this is, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the month that all these calls are being made. The next couple of weeks, if you've got a feeler or you hear that a guy's on the market, you're at least throwing your hat in the ring with a preliminary phone call. That doesn't mean that the, there was an offer of assets. What it no, means is, means hey, they're interested. You're we're looking yourselves. and you're selling, and we're, we we want to be involved in the conversation. So don't do a deal without giving sure. us yeah. a chance to match sure. whatever the offer is. You're laying the, you're introducing yourself and laying the groundwork. That's exactly what you're doing, For and hopefully that is later. going on right now with the Patriots. Who, by the way, I can't explain. 
I can't. I mean, well, we, they're ta- they have no talent. They're awful. Yeah. They're awful. But thirty-four nothing. These are the two worst defeats in Bill Belichick's NFL coaching career in back-to-back weeks. Not being able to draft has come back to roost. Yeah, he he has been a terrible GM for a number of years now. If you keep whiffing in the draft, then you ain't got no talent. And he I, keeps pulling Mac Jones, and then after the game, saying he's still my number one. He's awful. Got, well, it wasn't got, your number one when you were down thirty-four nothing. Ain't got nothing out look there. Look at look at Sean Payton without Drew Brees, and look at Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. It's all about. Yeah, the I don't think there's the same. Well, they're both these great, legendary, brilliant mind coaches, and I still think Bill's a terrific coach. That's what I'm saying. Terrific Bill coach. has genius he's credentials. Still, he's they still need in a reject, class of his own. But he has them. Sean yeah. Payton was smoking me. He's mirrors. a fraud. Drew Brees did it all. Hey, I've said it for years. I'll never, I'll always take the great quarterback over the great coach. Sure. Anytime. Yeah. Did you guys see the little exchange yesterday between Drew and Sean after, I mean, Drew, between Sean and Russ after Russ had the fumble that led to that. a touchdown. I did. He was like, screaming at him. He does not care that he is Russ Wilson diva Super Bowl quarterback winner. He doesn't care. And I and I actually respect that. I don't care. I do too. I think that treat them all the same. Yeah, but I still think he's a fraud of a coach. And and Mike said it when they had the post game with Salah right at midfield. Yes. Told him stay it, humble. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. Well, do you remember in the offseason? Well, I remember Payton the comments made he comments. made about Hackett. You know what's funny is Hackett was a horrible coach. He did he a horrible was. job. You know what? He was horrible. He was horrible, but if you're you a fan of that. if you're a fan if you're a fan of karma, yeah. this is coming from the man who says anything you, you want. No, that's why I'm saying I'm glad he said that because <laughs> you, when you're in a professional fraternity, and I kind of keep this with with our fraternity, we're in a fraternity. There might be guys that I look at that have an, a lot of talent that do a great job, and then there's other guys I look at that I think are hacks. But yeah. I I never. I try to never go out and publicly yeah. on this forum say so and so is a hack. Yeah. Wait, so you're saying that I should not say Colin Cowherd's a fraud? Yes, I am. He's the most overrated player person in the business. I shouldn't yes. say that. I'm a, now, mind you, I'm a personal <laughs> friend of Colin, so that doesn't count. <laughs> I, I actually like his stuff. I, no, like Col- I think stuff. Colin. I Colin think has figured out yeah, he, he, how to build an empire by well, knowing what the audience wants, yeah. and also you have to figure out this sometimes what they don't want and giving them that too. I like, I like and that's Skip, and that's and Colin used to ask me all the time. He and Skip didn't have a good relationship, but he knew that we did, and we would work out a lot together. And he would constantly ask me questions about Skip's psyche because he knew Skip cracked the code. Yeah. And Colin wanted to coattail that brilliantly. He's yeah. a smart guy, and he was constantly asking questions about Skip, how he comes at certain things, mm. what he decides to leave in the meeting room, and what he brings to TV. And Colin. I've watched him do it for the last 20 years, has deftly managed those landmines because that's what the, yeah. the business we're in is loaded with landmines. Say the wrong thing one time, yep. yeah. and you lose both your legs and probably your, your voice. That's right. And so uh, I just, it's my rule. I don't kill I, other guys in the business do that do it. I shouldn't do it either. But I as do a head sometimes. coach, it really bothers me when a head coach has something negative to say about another head you coach. You rarely see that. You rarely see yeah, it, yeah, especially yeah. to that degree. He... Put an exclamation point. Put 10 exclamation points behind it. Yeah. The worst coaching job ever. Not just one of. Yeah. And that's including Charles Frederick Kitchens. Frederick Charles Kitchens like, in now, that. You got to think about it. And like, Hugh Jackson. <laughs> when, when and Pat Shermer. Freddie was even worse. What Stefanski did with Joe Woods. Joe Woods was out of here. Should have been out of here three years ago. But you know what he did? He, did, he didn't embarrass him in front of his peers. Exactly. He said, I'm going to let you finish it out. And by the way, when Jim Schwartz came in, 
he probably looked at the tape like, and he probably yeah. mumbled under his breath or maybe to his players, holy cow, this was colossally bad. By but, the way, but he never said it. By the way, when you for don't the record, say anything, what, guess what happens? You get another job. For the That's record, true. Joe Woods' defense played great yesterday. <laughs> I know they did, but after not playing so great against... But they've... Outside... Baker's the only quarterback that's done really well against them and this I, year. Yeah. Their I, defense has played pretty, pretty well so far this year. He, they have. They've been yeah. very good. Hey, different coaches jive with different teams. Different you know? You're right for different about that. Folks. Different yeah. personnel, different everything. Yeah. All right, Mike. Are we going to move on tonight, though, at 3 o'clock? I should say this afternoon. The barbershop is back. G. Bush oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. is back with his regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. It is no longer Mondays and Wednesdays. It is Mondays and Thursdays, but today's a Monday, which means G. Bush is on the UCSS YouTube channel from 3 to 4 o'clock doing everything he does as well as anybody in the city. It is the barbershop live on UCSS's YouTube channel tonight at 3. G. was not on his radio edition of the barbershop. What happened? What? Oh, you went away, right? You went to uh, Canada. Yeah. yeah, would you do anything exciting in Canada? I went to Niagara Falls with uh, my mom and dad. We just you guys have fun? Yeah, it was cool. You told me it Wait was Wait a crazy. minute, did Rose Bush go too? Oh, of course. She's, okay. She, she goes. <laughs> you kind of left yeah, that out. No, no, no. Yeah. See, that's, that's to be expected. She don't let me go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> you in she there? knows your past. You in there? What you doing? You good? How are you on the phone? Yeah, yeah. Who are you talking to? You take your medicine? Jake from State Farm? <laughs> How'd you like those pancake prices? Oh, listen. <laughs> I told oh, you. No. I told oh. you. Listen, these dudes said, look, the, the lady, we started calling ourselves trying to be fancy. I go to the little sky top thing. You mean, oh, yeah, up there. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they slid down for you. They, they say, I said, do you have apple juice? She said, she was like, yeah, it's not refillable and it's $10. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's this big. And it's that big. No it's ice. A shot glass. She, I was like, man, this, this is, is the greatest big. apple juice ever. The, no. No, it's just Niagara Falls <laughs> Apple Juice. Yeah. Listen, they was, listen, then they took pictures. They get you. They be like, oh, man, beautiful family. Let's take these pictures. Chop, 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 chop. And then they hit you with a bill oh, later. Oh, you get downstairs. They like, yeah, let me show you this. They they draw you and my mom and, and Rose is like, ah, look at this. It comes in a black pamphlet. I'm like, this is not free. They, I guarantee <laughs> this is, they had it set up all nice. I'm like, this is glossy cool. photos, oh, Photoshop, 4K, filters, every, everybody I, looks great. 10, 10 pounds smaller, everybody looking good. Heck yeah, I bought that. Dog, <laughs> What'd you get for it a was, five by eight? It, it was uh, two, two of them was 60 bucks. <laughs> she said, your mother has to have one. That goes at the house. I'm like, bro, these Yeah, they got all the tricks. Your mother has so, to have oh, one. Look how beautiful your mother looks. looks. Are like, you not going to buy this for it, your mother? It, it, Ten years from now, you'll forget that it was $150. This is crazy. Y'all was right, bro. Y'all. So Earl filled in hosting on the barbershop, right, on the radio? How'd it go, Earl? He's laughing. I did not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. uh, I would expect. See, Earl talks a lot on the barbershop. He's part of the show. He's like, you know, he does. I I look at him almost as a co-host. So, you know, Earl said, yeah. I said, man, what, what, what you talking about today, Earl? Uh, you know, we'll listen to you. He said, I'm, I'm just oh. producing today. I'm just only producing. All right. Today. Well, bad job out of the program director, 92.3 The Fan, because you think. You <laughs> we think just talked about There's that this. professional courtesy that we, <laughs> we like to extend. We just got done talking <laughs> yeah. about this. Wait, this is the gasoline in the match. Wait a second. <laughs> Don't you think Earl should be hosting when listen, Bush is not there? That is absolutely a different conversation because yeah. we, we all know what's yeah. going on over there. And yes. 
Yes, I, we agree I'm with surprised that. by that. I would like to say that, uh, but we, but but you know, I we am, let the situation speak for itself. I am filling mm. in for King Carmen tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning. So if you're in your car, tune to 923thefan.com. See, we're to not afraid boy. to talk about 923thefan on here. Unlike yeah, they shout are out to us. them, man. I'll be, I'll be on well, tomorrow. Well, they have an edict, don't they? They have an edict, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is weird because. Their edict is none of their none of our guys can go on. Yet you host shows over there, and none of their guys are allowed on here. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. It's the lo- it's the shortest cold war we've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> Jason Lloyd, uh, how do you feel about? I'm it? I'm just drinking my coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean these two guys. Everybody's so scared. Paychecks from both. Just, we're living in our fears here. A, uh, we're living in our fears. A, 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 S, uh, S mercenaries. No, we're <laughs> living in two homes here. <laughs> With listen, mortgages that right, have to be paid. Listen, hey, listen. I, I, I'd hardly call what Jason gets from the fan a paycheck. All right, let's uh, keep it moving. You uh, just mentioned Fears Bowl. Yeah. And I do think that segues us right to our, our next quick topic before Lomas Brown joins us here at the top of the hour. But we saw the 49ers put a butt whooping on the Dallas Cowboys last night. 42-10 was the final. I said on the morning call – I thought it'd be difficult to make a case for any team, but San Francisco is the best team in football right now. But you yeah. said adamantly, you don't think it's a slam dunk. No, I mean yes. If you ask me who's the best team in football, I'm going to say San Francisco. But I can make an argument for one, for actually two other teams: Philadelphia, Philadelphia. But yeah. that's not who would be my first choice. Let me see. I I think you'd probably try to make an argument for Miami. Miami, just based on their their offense, offense right now. I think they're one, two, and three. Looks now. I know. San Francisco, Philly, Miami. Miami's offense stalled out the second half against Buffalo, but in nine out of ten halves so far this year, their offense has been completely unstoppable. I agree. And the only way to slow down the Miami offense at all is to get a massive pass 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 rush. I can't even talk. Uh, and if you can't do that, you can't stop them. So, I, and, and Miami, while not quite as good as San Francisco defensively, they're better offensively. As good as San Francisco is offensively, Ooh. Miami's better. Did well, Patrick numbers- Mahomes get hit by a bus last night after the game? No, he, no, it did not. run over his foot. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because he hasn't been Patrick Mahomes. I don't care. He's still Patrick well, Mahomes. And you know what? I think he misses Tyreek Hill in a major way. They won a Super Bowl without him last year. I know they did, yeah. but still, their offense just does – they're great. I've got them at number four. But their offense just doesn't look the same but, without no, Tyreek Hill. No, I don't agree with that because last year their offense was the best in football. I don't think it's Tyreek Hill. Did they miss him this year? But it doesn't make sense. Their you? receivers, you talk about a bunch of Jags. Yeah. But they had a bunch of Jags last year and they were the best offense in the league. And somehow, well, Travis Kelsey could carry you above all I, of that. I think, I think it's been a couple of things. Their offense hasn't looked as sharp. By the way, their defense looks great. Their defense looks really good. I know, you know, it wasn't as good yesterday, but what was the final score of that game now? I can't Which remember. Which one? The Chiefs. Chiefs. Game. They won by seven? 27 20. Right, right. They held on. <clears throat> right. There was a weird call at the end of that game against the Vikings. But anyway. Are we ready to talk about maybe the offensive coordinator had more to do there with the offense than we thought? I think we got it. The Chiefs are slow starters. They've been slow starters every year. They got off to a bad start last year yeah, offensively. They did, like the Bengals. Remember, Kelsey. Missed the game, yep. and then sprained his ankle yesterday and still played. So, he hasn't been 100% yet. They do need Kelsey. There's no doubt. Oh. If Kelsey's not right, oh, that's, that's a, a problem. That's a different comment. Yeah. So, that's it. But so, I, <clears throat> I look at it like this. You, I, I get it that you can get rid of Tyreek Hill and still win a Super Bowl, but the equivalent of counting on that is being in a car accident, and you, you say when you get in an accident, you have your seatbelt on, you'd be like, well, I didn't have my seatbelt on yesterday. 
Well, no, that's matter. not that's not the, fair. It, 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 circumstances. You have change. the best quarterback in football. But here's the thing. Yeah. That everything is year to year. You can't win a Super Bowl and come back two years later and say, "Gosh, they really missed that guy." Why, yeah. why can't you? No, that doesn't make any sense. Why, that don't make no sense. Just because, just because, just because won. they won the Super no, Bowl, no, 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 that doesn't mean anything. You well, just because they won the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl means usually one thing: you're not going back the next year. So, so my thing. But you're saying your example is like, well, you got lucky not to die. The Chiefs didn't get lucky to well, win the well, Super Bowl. Well, no. Listen, the degree, your degree of difficulty goes up. When you when you don't have extreme talent, yes, you can win that so, year, but so, the next year doesn't mean everybody else didn't get better. What you're still saying, arguing they would look better if Hill was in that offense. Right? There's no argument. Yeah. Fine, but they look good enough to win the Super Bowl last year. We have, but, but it's, I think but, G's we, point we, is year about this year, year in the NFL is different. I know that, but this year is five games, and I just told you they were a slow starter last year. They but were. That, I mean, once what's, again, what's more last year? What's more likely? That they're just off to a slow start and they're going to look great as the season goes along, or that last year was an anomaly that they won. I, I don't anomaly. think it was an anomaly. I don't either. Uh, I don't they, think they, they was the best I, team last year. Saying they miss a guy who they won the Super Bowl without doesn't make any sense. Yes, yes, it does. It no, does. it doesn't. Well, yeah, it does can, because would they be in your view? <clears throat> do you think they'd be a better offense if Tyreek? Well, Hill every was in that team offense? would be a better offense with Tyreek. So Hill. yes, yes, is your so yes. Is but they don't need him to win a Super Bowl. They already proved that. But, That's what I'm saying. Last year, can they do it again this, this year without him? Yes. Why not? Of big, course, big, we'll find uh, out. Big, no, we'll, we'll find out. But based on what I've seen so far, I'm not picking him. Like if you if you look at it, we just talked about who is it this year. We talked about the top two teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and, and the 49ers are head and shoulders better than everybody else right now. Head yeah, and shoulders. I, 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 I didn't include the Chiefs in the argument, which was my mistake. The Chiefs are right there. It's early. Absolutely. It's I hard have to Chiefs compare. At four, so I what's think interesting, in the conversation. I don't want to spin this completely yeah. off where Mike was going. What's interesting, though. Miami needs home field because Miami playing in the cold in January. Ain't I don't think, work. I don't think that offense is going to look the same going to Buffalo or Kansas City. No, it will not travel well. They need home field throughout. And I, don't I would know still, if they're get it. and they know the, that too. Yeah. If the playoffs started today, I'd still take the Chiefs in the AFC. I would too. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. Yeah, I'm a big believer of if you're wearing the crown, you deserve that respect. When's the last time I, the Dolphins won a playoff game? But what I will say is. Just based on the look test, and it's only through five weeks, but just based on the look test, the Niners and Eagles are doing it at a different level with the Dolphins right there, just barely behind them, and then the Chiefs barely behind the Dolphins. But who's looking the best in October is meaningless. Absolutely. who's the best when it matters. I agree with that. And I I will say that that Kelsey, he's he's starting to look like he's 34. What is he, 30 what? 30, well, he's been hurt. 32, 33, I, I don't know what I believe. I'll double check. He's in his early 30s, I think. When you start having – he got the ankle injury. Maybe 31. He, he, you know, he he missed the first few games this season. He's got groupie legs now. Yeah, now he's <laughs> right. Stop he hanging out before the wow, games. Okay. Hey, bro, listen. You 34. Save your energy. Just Travis, 34. You're doing way too much. He was 33 three days ago. So, so you know – It's funny. You turn 34 and you just – Oh, he's 34. Right, listen, yeah, he – and he the number one. I would like to see for me. I would like to have if I was Andy Reid. I would like to have another guy who was a receiver or another receiving guy. Oh, they that would love could, that. That could age him gracefully. Sure. Like, right. Right now, it looked like he's just the only target. It is, and Mahomes is great, but you know he, his body looked like it's just he got a lot of commercials too. It's almost like teams are saying well, your wide receivers don't scare us. We'll give Kelsey his. Yeah. We'll try to keep you out of the end zone, but. Nobody else on this offense is going to beat us. Bull, you heard something on the radio this morning 
yeah. about San Francisco. This is that fascinating. You wanted guys. to share. So Joe Thomas was on with Ken and Lyman this morning. Mm-hmm. Those guys did an excellent job. It was a very good interview. Um, Lima asked him, "What is it about?" Because Kyle Shanahan obviously was here, uh, and then he did the famous PowerPoint to get himself out of Cleveland. <laughs> but anyway, maybe one of the smartest things he he's said. Ever what heard. makes Kyle Shanahan different? Why is he seem along with Mike McDaniel, who worked under Kyle Shanahan? Right. Why do those guys seem to be at a kind of this kind of different level in terms of calling offense? Right. And this is what uh, Joe Thomas said. I didn't know this, and this is was so obvious once you knew this. He said most offensive coordinators come from the skilled position background, like they were quarterbacks or they've been quarterback coaches, and they come out of that vein. And they're clueless as to the offensive line. So on a lot of teams, you have the head coach or the offensive coordinator is basically the passing game coordinator and then when you need a run play, he'll call over to the offensive line coach and say, well, what do we run here? You know what I mean? Right. Basically, the offensive line coach is running the running game. The run game coordinator. And when you have two guys doing that, it's not going to be perfectly in sync. You can't be in sync because no. it's two minds. Kyle Shanahan is the only coach that Joe Thomas ever had. And obviously, Joe had a lot of offensive coaches <laughs> yes, because they changed the coaches a lot. He said he's the only coach I ever had who came in and he knew the offensive line inside and out as they all should so he was able to call the plays in sync in rhythm the pass and the run flowed together better because he understood how to be in charge of both the running game and the passing game and when you think about that you're like well that's obvious that that would make but who even who would have thought about that you know it's, it's something you wouldn't think about that oh well these coaches I didn't think that a lot of coaches didn't really know the offensive line. I assumed if you were an offensive coordinator, you knew the offense inside and out. Apparently, that's not the case. Interesting. And that is fascinating, and that's what gives him and Mike McDaniel, who learned under him, these big edges. Yeah. Hmm. I would think Andy Reid knows the offensive line. That was his background. I would think that... Another great he's offensive an play offensive caller. guru. Um, I just think that there are guys that are smarter... You know, when you look at Belichick, now granted, he's had off, he's having an awful year this year, but th- throughout the body of his career, everyone's looked at him as a genius who's playing it on a different level. On I think defense. Defense, yes, but even yeah. on the offense. I mean, there were times where he ha- and all of his offensive coordinators were coming and going, taking head coaching jobs, failing, coming back. And the offense, through all of that, rarely missed a beat. Because of Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady is the great <coughs> eraser. But I also think that, like, when you look at Shanahan, yeah. I think generally he's looked at as a genius. Like, we, we, we look at him as we look at Andy Reid on offense, and maybe there is something to that bull. I don't know yeah. how many. It was fascinating. Who was he? He was the OC under Hugh, right? No. No, Mike before Patton. that. Patton. Oh, Patton, right. Do you know the ins oh. and outs of the infamous PowerPoint presentation? What do you know about that story? I've heard so many different versions of it. I don't know what's really true. I they should have fired everybody else and made him the coach. <laughs> well, I'm, guess what? That would have been beautiful. He wasn't wrong. He, no, he, he wasn't. Was, there was... Yeah. I'm trying to be very careful here. I know you oh, are. Boy. You think about it. <laughs> there you... was... Uh, I know we were going to go here, but I should have thought about that. There, Kyle and, and Ray did not... See eye to eye. At all. Right. And I'd heard that. At all. Like, I'd heard that. They... That was, I didn't realize how deep and that And by the went. way, where is Ray? 
Atlanta. No, he's in Atlanta. Oh, is he still in Atlanta? Yeah. I heard, maybe to take you off the, because I I heard, not from you, so I'm not using, stealing your sources, but I heard from someone reliable that basically outside of Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan hated everybody else in the Browns organization. That's what I heard. Well, he 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 thought nobody else was any good in the entire organization. He showed why the organization has been in a tailspin forever. Yes. And he gave names and examples of people that were that were undercutting the franchise's success that had to go, and he was shown the door. We, I, I actually asked Kyle about that at the owners' meetings in March. Really? Yeah, and he didn't really want to talk about it very much. I can't imagine that he would because, no, again, we talked on. about this earlier. You want to stay employed, <clears throat> whether at your present job or right. you want to be hireable somewhere else. Right. Right. We right. were. And we, we were looking into a story on the Browns that ultimately we didn't really do a whole lot. It just didn't come together. And so that was part of it was that PowerPoint presentation of that whole era. And so we kind of were digging Wouldn't in. Wouldn't you love to get your hands on that now? <laughs> I'm sure he still has. Because hindsight here. always, you know, it always shines a light on what was true and, and what at the, in the moment it might've been debatable, Yeah. but history is always going to show yeah. whether or not, that was right. Right. The truth always wrong. comes out. Now he's still got to win a and, Super Bowl. And based on now, you're right. He yeah. was up twenty-eight-three in the Super Bowl, and all that offensive genius escaped him. Yeah. But what's interesting to me is when I say history always tells the proper tale. To me, we have the benefit of the last seven years' results, what he's done and what the Browns have done, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying because I've heard stories. Some of them to me sound like they're Paul Bunyan tales. Some of what I heard, I said at the time, there's no way he did that. There's no way he did that. But I, so I don't know. I don't know what's true and what's, you know, this sort of mythical, right. you know, legend that has built itself up. But <clears throat> what, the reason I'd say I would love to see that PowerPoint now, because everything that he said now with the benefits of the results is he's either tr- provably true or false. Well, here's the thing. Would Kyle Shanahan be this? good of a head coach if he was the head coach of the Browns there's no way of knowing because of all the I outside say no. influences. I say well, no now right. but but I think he knew that yes he looked around I think I've told this story to you a number of times where I've had NFL lifers guys that have covered the league since the 90s all kind of cornered me and were bullying me once at ESPN saying Jay you got to divorce this team you're killing yourself you can't divorce it I know you can't and that's <laughs> what I told them and and they all said normally your team is your team. You're born that way. You die that way. But they were all saying, we like you. You're torturing yourself. Hear us all when we collectively tell you this organization is always going to be where they are right now. They can't figure out success. And if they ever do, they won't be able to sustain it long term. And I'm wondering if Kyle Shanahan, growing up in the sport with his dad as a head coach, knowing what he knows, talking to his father, telling him what was going on in the building, he probably came to the same conclusion that these guys all had. Yeah. It's never going to work with these pieces in place, and those pieces are immovable. I've had players tell me again this year, it's not a coincidence our best year was 2020 under this regime. That's not a coincidence because there was nobody else in the building, and it was all football all the time. Nobody to get They're in the They're still talking about that. Yeah. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients 
and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. That, that, that 2020 not coming mm. back, fellas. You're right. right. When you have a bad owner, you have to overcome a bad owner. That's just part but of it. That is the most, in my view, Yeah. because he's not fireable, tradable, and he's always going to be but, there. And that's what the, the point that my buddies at ESPN were telling me. You're stuck. You're stuck. If, you, if, if, the, if the team ever changes hands and you want to come back, you should. But we're trying to save you another decade of heartbreak, misery, and failure because it is what it is, and yeah. it is not going to change. But at what point, fellas, is, is, do you get some, you know, I look at these other organizations, you get an opportunity to put your stamp on it. Right, they've given Kevin Stefanski. I don't see them holding him back from being like, "Hey, here's this player. He wanted him. No, they went and got his quarterback. When they wanted to get rid of Baker, guess what? They got rid of Baker. When Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't doing what he was supposed to, they never said, "Oh, hold on." No, Steve. it's not a pass for everybody. No, no, no. I'm just it's saying. He he's gotten. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. let me tell you. Ownership was one thousand percent on board with moving on from Baker. One thousand percent. Well, yeah. So that you're making it sound like it was a Kevin thing, wanted rid of Baker and no, wanted no, to go. No, no, no. I don't, I don't I, think anybody. Thought I, I'm that. just saying. I thought that's what. No, maybe I misunderstood. No, you. I'm just saying that he's like he's been put in a position where it it hasn't. There, I don't think the organization has told him he couldn't have anything. There's no more excuses. No, they'll provide yeah. financially. We all know Jimmy's yeah. not a good owner, but he does spend money. They'll I mean, provide that, whatever you he, need financially. And, 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 that, and that's not a recipe to win. And, and, and my thing, I've always wondered this, and you tell me if I'm crazy for this. Like, I know offensive coordinators want their own identity or whatever the case may be, but listen, I, I believe in plagiarism 1,000%. <laughs> if, I'm watching, if I'm watching Shanahan McVay, and this is a buffet. Hey, I'm going week to week. I love that play. Hey, hey Callahan, hey, how are we going to run that up? What are we doing? Hey, 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 receivers coach, tell me how we can run this little motion thing. I'm still in all of but that. Watching the Niners last night, it just felt, and they're not even the Dolphins, but no. it felt like speed on top of speed Moving. on top of speed. Like Moving. Guys Multiple are moving players. faster than I see in the Browns games. <laughs> they're just moving hey, faster. Hey, you're right. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be asking myself, come on, it's biased, G. Bush. You biased right now. Everybody, I, I had to enter Adam the Bull in my head. Everybody's not moving that fast, G. Every, every, Boy, wait, last wait. night, it felt like it no. was just speed I on speed. Last night, when I, I watched the Dolphins a little bit, I watched the Niners, and, and I just thought, okay, so Miami has Hill and A-Chan and Waddle. And And then I watched the Niners, and I'm like, okay, so they have Debo McCaffrey. and McCaffrey, this backup running back that has very few carries. He's averaging 5.7 yards. And I, just, and I thought to myself, well – we do have Bell, DPJ, and we did have Schwartz. Like, it's different, guys. It's different. And here's what, here's what has to change. And I know it's like everybody was trying to get the defenses up to speed. But it has been so neglected, the offense. 
Who are the stars that were drafted by this regime Nobody. on offense? And that, None. Listen, the bottom line is, we said there's no excuses, okay? Nick Chubb got hurt. Tough. You got Deshaun Watson. The Browns have to win. If they don't win, Stefanski's ass is out of here, and so is Barry, and there's no excuse for either but of them. Haslam's staying. What and are you going to do? The, the whole part of this conversation was, when I started it, and I asked you about Shanahan, it might, again, prove that Sh- what Shanahan was saying is, I'll take this job under one circumstance. You get out of my way, you get out of my way, you definitely get the hell out of my way and out of the building, you out of my way, let me do it, yeah. and we'll win. Yeah. And, and Haslam had a chance, and he said, no, you go on and do big things well, with that's, other teams. Go ahead, Mike, you got to read, and then I'll come yeah, back. Let me just get a read. We're going to bring Lomas as soon as he gets here, Jay, if you want to reach out. Just yeah, make I, just, sure he's, I texted uh, him. I'm not hearing from him. When he's he's still good. But let me get a read, and we get right back to this conversation, but we do have to... Uh, obliged by our sponsor requirements. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you, you, peace of mind in emergency situations. Uh, Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication at hand, and it's simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.